The following podcast contains explicit language. That's how you know it's awesome. Should we do a countdown? Yeah. Yeah, Count we did back. it. I think we should do a... Um, oh, sorry. Are we on? This is, is this, it. Is this thing on? This thing is on. We got a hot <laughs> mic on our hands. <laughs> um, I think we should do a, like, I don't know, some sort of, you know how when people are, when a woman is pregnant, you take a pool to guess the exact date that she's going to give due. Oh. I think we should do a Colton virginity pool. So, like... An episode-wise or a woman-wise? I don't know how it would work. Yeah, I mean, I love the concept. I just want to know the exact execution of this thing. I'm just, uh, just spitballing. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Well, it's something to make this season interesting. <laughs> Anything, really. And to make this virginity thing interesting, since everyone seems insistent on continuing to talk about it. I thought we would get a break. No, this... you didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I thought, I mean, at some point... We've got to get a little bit of a break, and then they'll ramp it up again for the fantasy suite episodes. But I think it wasn't ta- this episode. I think yeah, they're talking about it in every episode. They've really hitched their uh, wagon to this horse, and that's what they're <laughs> that's what they're going they really with. Hitched their wagon to a star, <laughs> and that star is Colton. Oh. Uh, Colton opens up the episode with a vid- video diary. Yes, a vlog, yeah. if you will, I and like I will. It. Gucci. You don't get that because you didn't see the uh, movie 8th Grade. Oh, no, I didn't. She does video diaries on YouTube, and after oh. every one, she does a peace sign, and she, she says, says, Gucci. Oh, I wanted to see that film. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah. I went and saw it by myself and cried in the theater with another gentleman. Oh, who was also there by himself. Think, yeah, he was also there by himself. For sure, and I'm pretty sure he was also crying. Yeah, I believe it. It sounds like it was quite the sad film. So, I mean... No, it was good. Whose uh, eighth-grade experience wouldn't make someone cry? Though? I feel like you could pick anyone's eighth-grade experience <laughs> oh, at like random. Oh, Fat Colton. Oh, yeah, if we watch He's a movie fat. of Fat He's Colton <laughs> in eighth grade, I, I would cry. Uh, um, I like the video diaries because they remind me of that show on MTV, True Life. And he could just be... Do you remember this show? So be like, true life, I'm a beauty pageant queen, or... I'm thinking of Maid. I'm getting this confused oh, with Maid. same idea. Yeah. Maid it would was... be like, true life, I'm, you know, true life, my parents are meth heads. And then it would be like a, an hour-long documentary about what that's like. But they would like make it themselves, like a... It would be video diaries, okay. but then there would also just be filming. But I feel like Colton could do true life. I'm a 26-year-old virgin. Yeah, honestly, they could just cut this footage into another yeah. documentary and sell it twice. That's what ABC needs to be doing to up their market share. Sounds nice. Just Sell it twice. <laughs> <laughs> just spin this thing again. Um, All right, let's get into it, Here's right? what I'll tell you about Colton. Oh, okay. Everybody's smitten with him. Uh, shocking. Yeah, shocking. You know what? You just immediately establish feelings for Colton the moment you sit down with him. The minute that you <laughs> you sit down with him, you establish feelings with him. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's what I learned. I had about a dream Colton. where I was making out with Colton. You did? I did. Were you sitting on this bombshell? <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it. Well, I had when it was this dream? Last night. And oh. I think it's because we. So I. Uh, fun fact about me I teach on Monday nights. So I have to go teach until about 8 30 and then i come home and ryan has a nice dinner in the slow cooker we watch the bachelor mm-hmm. that's why our tweets are always a little bit off yeah. schedule by the way for those of you following that. our it's twitter it's a sacrifice that i have i to know make i know real job <laughs> until this whole and, podcast takes until off. this blows <laughs> up speaking of which stay tuned in future episodes for our new sponsor we don't quite have our commercial ready but uh, and soon. also speaking of which shout out to hawaii oh yeah big shout out to hawaii our fans yeah everybody that lives in that i think state. every person in the state did they have like a statewide broadcast or as they say in the islands, mahalo. <laughs> we want to say aloha to our Hawaiian <laughs> listeners and aloha. Uh, um, yeah, no. So I came home, uh, ate a big like what, like kind of Mediterranean, yeah, beef. Latin beef, yeah, yeah Latin flavored beef, of that, and then <laughs> went to bed. And gave me weird dreams. Yeah, there and one you of go. Those dreams. I'm. I'm being honest. We were just making out a little bit. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything X-rated, but I. It's did not going to be with. I Colton. did have a dream about Colton. Yeah, in that way, it was yeah. very true to reality. Was how was it? Uh, I feel like now I kind of like him, baby. I and bet you do. <laughs> I liked him in my dream, and now that's kind of translated into liking him a little bit more. That's like when life. you have a dream where I do something stupid, and then, and then you wake up, up mad at me. But the, in fairness, I've probably done something well, stupid. Well, I always say it's something you would do. Right. It, it's true to form. Yeah. yeah. Fair Even enough. Even if you haven't actually done it, you would. I would do that. Yeah. Or something very it's just similar. Like you. Yeah. Dream me as an idiot, just like real but me. But that's all to say, Colton is getting to me too. So I hear what the ladies yeah. mean. You're establishing feelings for him, apparently. <laughs> Boy. Oh, well, you know what? I'll tell you this episode two, I like him more than fucking Ari. Sure, sure. Well, that's. Oh, the... By the way, congratulations to the happy. Congratulations couple. to Ari. Ari. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Ari Cheers and Lauren, to you! Um, shotgun wedding. I was gonna say in they could I believe they couldn't show it on TV because Lauren's dad was standing behind Ari with a shotgun <laughs> the entire time. Um, yeah, in Hawaii, that's why our listeners they knew. That's why Lauren's dad, like in the FBI or something, or he was uh, like a general. Yeah, he was some kind of tough guy. If I will have to go back, he was in the army. Okay, yeah, like he was a general. I think he was a high ranking. Here comes the general. (laughs) It's Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. What time is it? (laughs) Showtime. That's actually how we need to start all of our. all of our podcasts from now on. Also, fun fact, true. one of our friends is uh, teaching Hamilton. Amy is teaching Hamilton in her theater class this semester. That is a so, fun fact. No, but here's the fun. Listeners, is I, try to control yourself. I volunteered I to come in and do... I you're having a lot of fun now. I volunteered to come in and do some raps for her class, so I'm going to mm. lay down some it'll be sick like, beats. It'll be like <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> oh, snap! MTV Raps coming up this half hour. A new video by Naughty by Nature, but first, this bump and jam by Rex and Effect. I'm Bill Bellamy. Peace. It'll be like Michael Scott trying to rap the Dundies. <laughs> the Dundies. How, How do I, I explain it? Blah 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 blah. Uh, okay, so anyway. uh, seven minutes in, we are just getting started. All right. Not surprisingly, the group date is about telling stories of our first. 
And I have in my notes, poor Colton. They're just going to do this <laughs> right. all season. Not even just them. subtle jabs, but like just themed dates around one of his uh, insecurities. I would also like to say that I'm pretty sure I own the shirt that Chris Harrison came in wearing. Oh, that blue number? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do about? know what you're talking about. I it looks better on you. It. It's from Toad and Company. Yeah. It's flannel. Who wore My it better? My version, <laughs> I wear untucked because it has pockets in the shirt. You want to uh, put your hands Harrison in those bad boys. Harrison Harrison is a tucker until you get to paradise. And then he's untucked. Oh, and then it's, yeah. Uh, if he's wearing a shirt all at all. All bets are off in paradise. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, so they go to some sort of yes, theater, theater, and who's there? Why don't you tell the listener who's there? Uh, Nick <laughs> Offerman and Megan Maloney. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to say who's there. Yeah, I know. I could Malani. tell. I, thanks for trying to just make yeah. me do it instead. Malali. Malali. Oh, I put an N in there. That's I don't unnecessary. think that there's an N. Okay. Megan Malali. Okay. So they're there. Hang on, I'm going to Google. Yeah, yeah Malali. Malali, Okay. Malone. <laughs> Malone. 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 <laughs> um Yes, yeah, so. Uh, from Of Will and Grace and Parks and Rec. Yeah. Name. You could tell one of the girls was struggling to uh, articulate where they were from. She's I like, I really love Parks and Rec. In and the office? <laughs> friends? One of those other I love NBC. Frasier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> Good night, Seattle. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what to do <laughs> with those toss salad. What does that theme song even mean? I have no idea. And it's him singing, so it's like for the show. <laughs> We're calling again. <laughs> Oh, it's it very a, symbolic. It is a good theme song. Though. It's a great theme song, but I have no idea. Eleven it, years later, is, are you sure that that's Kelsey Grammer? Oh, absolutely! Singing? Yeah, he's singing it. Uh, yeah, look it up. I'm Kelsey like, Grammer is definitely singing the Fraser theme right. song. It accosts the listeners' ears to hear your typing. But is Kelsey Grammer still alive? Yes. It is does Kelsey Grammer sing the Fraser theme song? Yes. Yeah, all right. Yep. Yep. All right. Pro- proven. Proven. Facts. Um, They, back to the date, they yes. are supposed to compose a story about a first. Mm-hmm. Although, and then they have to, um, you know, so they have to write it and then they're going to uh, recite it in front of 200 people. <laughs> and I was under the impression that it could be about... Well, first of all, a first, because that was the explicit sure. direction. An actual first. It didn't seem like most of the girls took that into no. consideration. I feel like it too, as writing teachers, we're very sensitive to people not right. responding to the prompt. Like, okay, that one girl just wanted to tell that stupid story again about how she blew a whistle and said Colton was drowning in right. bitches. By the way, that's not clever. It like, wa- it wasn't that good the first time. No. And it's certainly not good the second time around. I thought it was really around. stupid the first yeah. time. Yeah. To illustrate, uh, we get Megan and Nick's stories. I'm not going to try to say her last oh, name. Oh, yeah. Malali. Um, and, uh Hers is just about the first time she fucked someone. Mm -hmm. And then his is a gardening story that's full of innuendo. And one of the girls said, it was very cryptic. She said, it definitely had a sexual (laughs) undertone. 
Just a bit of a hint. If you were really looking for it. Yeah, for those who were really paying attention. Um, the You know whose story did not suck? Who's Colton's? Colton's was good. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it like fifty million times. I feel like this was the best iteration of it, and he had like some what passes for jokes in there. I Um, know. And uh, no, I thought he actually did a good job with it. Um, And then the other, there were a few that I liked. I thought that um, what Elise's was pretty good. The like first time uh, I dated a younger man. Elise's is all about being a cougar. Yeah, cougar and we learn that there's a whole group of Colton's cougars, uh-huh. and the cutoff is. Hang on. Yeah, they okay. Call, they have it in the mansion. They call it the Cougar Den, and it's for all the twenty-seven and ups. <laughs> That is a very uh, generous definition uh, of a, yeah. a cougar. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Elise says that it's uh, her turn to teach him a thing or two. Colton's gonna have to watch those hands of leather turn to. <laughs> what do they turn to in that song? Lace? Velvet. Velvet turned to velvet in a touch. <laughs> then I watched her hands of leather turn to velvet in a touch. We are going to get a lot out of that. Well, it's every single episode. Yeah. I mean, well, and the other thing I that... I can't uh, remember any summer. <laughs> where I ever learned so much. Well, the other thing that I um, was thinking of uh-huh. when I when I heard I this know. was... Older women are beautiful lovers. I said older women, they understand. I've been around some, and I have discovered that older women know just how to please a man. Um, some of the other girls, the one of the girls, I can't remember even who this was, but um, she tells a story about the first time she tried to date a virgin, and it is a story that involves, I believe, sleeping with a guy. So I guess uh-huh. maybe she deflowered him. She did deflower him. But this then, was Tracy's story, I believe. Is that, was that yeah. Tracy? It also involved her getting punched in the face. Yep, that's it. Yeah. All I have to say, everyone's like, this is the craziest story ever. Bitches, we heard Raven's yeah. story about hitting that woman over the head with a high heel while yeah, she was cheating. Right. Yeah, Raven will go single white female on you in a yeah. Tracy's got nothing heard, on this story. Uh, we heard glimpses of Jubilee. Yes. Whatever the fuck Jubilee's backstory right, is. Right, right. That will never get the full... I'm pretty um, sure Jubilee doesn't have fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> she burned them off. off. Yeah. No one can trace her. She has no DNA. But yeah. sure, Tracy, it's really cool that somebody punched right. you in the face. What a tough girl. And also, later we learn, not a tough girl. Yeah. yeah. Not a tough girl because some five-year-old makes you cry. Well, that's the thing. Like, someone punched her in the face and she's like, I can take it. And then someone comes down in a robe. Right. But that makes her it's fall apart. So- Fair. Um, oh, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. And in fact, there's some. So that's Demi that comes down in the robe. But there is some Demi Tracy drama. Uh, just on this date, Demi tells a story about wanting to kiss a guy and 
not doing it, and then she decides that she always gets what she wants. Again, I don't know how on earth this has to do with a first. It's her first time she kissed Colton. Okay, that's and her stupid. defense, it is stupid, but that is so she, it. She barely fits the prompt. Script down and jumps into the audience and kisses him. And Tracy says, Demi is so immature. <laughs> I like it when some when one of the girls does something and you can tell that the other girls are just pissed that they haven't thought to do yes, that. Yes, exactly. And then they're like, that's so And so immature. they lash out, yeah. Later, one of the girls wonders, does she even have parents? <laughs> nope, she doesn't. joke's on you because her mommy is in prison. That's true, <laughs> yes. She, she barely has parents. Um, okay, so what else? Let's see. While they're on the group date, Hannah B gets the one-on-one and says that she's really excited because not only is it her birthday, but it's her golden birthday. Her golden birthday. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Did, you didn't know what this meant. I didn't know Neither what this meant either. Neither one of us either. knew what it yeah. meant. And we both realized that we have fucking missed our yeah, golden birthday. My golden birthday was when I was nine. Thanks, mom and dad, for yeah. telling me it was my golden birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> He was too busy community organizing to tell me it was my golden birthday. Uh, conspiracy theory. Okay. Obama's in Hawaii listening to this podcast. You know it. And I say this sincerely. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, there we go. Um, hey, come on the on show the anytime. Twentieth, and when I turned twenty, and I didn't know it. Oh, that would have been a great golden would birthday. Have been amazing. That was pretty much Hannah's golden birthday too. I mean, what is she? Twenty three. Twenty three. Um, roll tide. All right, so back on the group date, Tracy says that um, Demi, so so the drama continues, Demi pulls him aside first, which is like, somebody has to do it, right? Right. Like, somebody's going to go Speaking in. Speaking of first, and on the, yeah. someone has to do that. And on these group dates, it seems like, especially when it ends in a cocktail party, kind of like that night, everybody gets time. Right. But Tracy is freaking out about Demi grabbing him It first. makes me sick to my stomach. About eight times in this no, episode. Oh, okay, um, this didn't make... That's the, Demi grabbing him first is, quote, a shock to the system. Okay, that's it. Yeah. And then uh, Demi comes back and picks the rose up. Oh, oh. my God. Demi. The you know, bachelor gods are going to smite you. You know your face melts off if you pick the rose mm, up. It's not good, girl. It's not <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, people were at were acting on the show like she had like, you know, picked touched the Liberty the, Bell or something. Up the spirit stick that yeah. she had. <laughs> uh Tracy oh, says man. it made her sick to her stomach. That's it. Yeah, yeah. a couple times in the night some stuff made her <laughs> sick to her stomach. And she said, it just seems ridiculous that she thought it was okay to pick up the rose. It is ridiculous. <laughs> um, Tracy pulls Demi aside and kind of confronts her. And first she <laughs> asks her how Colton felt about um, Demi kissing him in the theater activity. And Demi says, oh, yeah, he loved it. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> So our daughter's favorite show right now is on what? It's Disney, Disney, right? yeah. It's called Bunked. Bunked. I don't know if you know it, but it's basically... Check it out. <laughs> it's a ripoff of Salute Your Shorts because it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. in that it is about a summer camp. Yes. I feel like Demi... It's a ripoff of Camp Candy. Don't you think Demi seems like she could be on that show? Yes. She might be one of the actors from that show. 
Because the other thing that she says um, about Tracy when she confronts her is, uh, this is Demi, she says, she had like a frowny face on, so I could tell that she was unhappy about it. But haters gonna hate. That made me think, she had a frowny face on, made me think of those Junie B. Jones books also. And there's a reason why we're thinking of stuff that six-year-olds are into, because that's about some of the level of Demi's, Demi's behavior here. Um, but um, I'll say this actually yeah. between Tracy and Demi, I'm team Demi. Oh, 100% yeah. I'm team Demi. Yeah. I feel like it's like a lot of those things, um, where you're supposed to hate. Like, I feel like they're clearly trying to paint Demi as the villain. Mm-hmm. And this has happened with some other people on the, in the franchise, but I can't exactly remember who. Blake right and Waboom. Blake, where Blake well, yeah, comes I mean, off worse. I didn't like either of them. Sure, but Blake, it's the same thing we see over and over again. And what I said was that Demi is the Jordan yeah. of this season. And that, like, coming down in the oh, road. yes, that's a great yeah. example. Jordan and uh, what's his face? The, like. The guy who fell out of his bed. Yeah. The chicken. <laughs> yeah, the chicken guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, chicken um, guy. Oh, how quickly David. we forget. David. Yeah. Right. Oh, sorry, David. Sorry, chicken guy. I hope your beak's but feeling exactly, better. like. I think you're supposed to think that Demi is ridiculous and so immature, but instead Tracy just looks super immature. Terrible. Yeah, right. She looks actually much more immature because Demi's just messing around. Yeah, I mean, Demi's just fucking with her. The coming down in the robe is like the female equivalent of coming down the in the golden, gold underwear. Yeah, the golden underwear. Yeah. Um, uh, you know who would make a cute couple? I'm going to put it out there for Paradise 2019. Okay. Demi and Jordan. There you go. Is she? He's not with that alien anymore. No, they had like a very public Instagram. Well, I breakup. thought it was like um, Jenna, right for show or something like that. Jordan said that it was all. Like, I'm pretty cooked sure up. they're not together anymore. Okay. Oh, and by the way, speaking of relationships being cooked up just for the franchise, shout out to our listener MJ who sent us the exclusive interview with Dean, uh, during which he basically says that all every single relationship from The Bachelor is just shit. Yeah, and totally total, cooked up. Yeah, yep. total BS. He was like, uh, maybe the couples that have kids are in it. <laughs> maybe. I think that's to sell stuff on Instagram, too. <laughs> all right, parum parum. <laughs> Settle down. How about Dean being a whistleblower? I feel like uh, he's the deep he's throat a, of the Bachelor franchise. He's blowing it up, baby. <laughs> blowing the roof off this. Um, all right. Back to the show. Colton gets some one-on-one time with Elise, and he is super into the older lady thing. Mm-hmm. He's like all over her, which means that for Colton, he's putting his hand on her leg very chastely. <laughs> I made it to first base. <laughs> she tells him about the cougar den. He's all about it. All about the cougar den. Which, let's be fair, who wouldn't be about that? Wow. If someone came up to you and said, like, hey, there's a bunch of women who call themselves your name cougars. Yeah. Yeah. Colton's cougars. Fair enough. We should make t-shirts that say Colton's cougars. <laughs> Sell those bad boys. Um. Put our daughter through college. 
Let's see. All right, we got the Tracy Demi confrontation. And, you know, Demi, to be fair, sorry, that came after Elise. Mm, And I want to go back to one quote because I think that she just kind of throws this statement out there. But to me, it was so insightful uh, in terms of how the show works. And she said, I'm not worried about it because there is no advantage to being an older woman here. Yeah. It hurts, but it's true. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, she knows what's up. Uh, She also said, I am the world. I am amazing. I don't have competition. (laughs) I said that Demi is like a first class view of millennial gone wrong. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, yeah, what you picture when you think of like a terrible millennial. You have too much confidence in yourself. Yeah, for no good reason. It's the argument that they make about just like America. Right. Well, also like, so yeah, too much confidence is unearned. Uh, too much informality, mm. not a respect for hierarchies. Yeah, this is sort of a millennial stereotype a gone wrong. And she doesn't use uh, bar soap. She doesn't <laughs> go to Hooters. Her, She's killing golf. Her first pet was a robot. <laughs> <laughs> she was born in a test tube. She never eats cereal. <laughs> she does not use sheets. <laughs> She's killing um, all these stupid industries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw her eating she some has, avocado toast you know at that one point. All millennials have four middle names. <laughs> Demi's no exception. Macaulay Culkin Culkin Culkin. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Moving on past the group date. Let's see. Elise gets the rose. And then we're moving into Hannah B, right? Yeah, Elise will probably put that rose on her grave because she'll be dead soon because it's she's been so old. Years. <laughs> I must perish from this world. I finally got a flower from a gentleman <laughs> caller. Not since the Depression have I seen such a beautiful rose. In my day, a gentleman would take you dancing. (laughs) Oh, we danced and we danced. (laughs) Have you ever done the Charleston (laughs) Colton? Elise is younger than the both of us, by the way. Because in back three years, she's 84. She's 112, yeah. Uh, And I also just want to say that when we... When we were watching the first episode, she came on and they already took her age away. And I was watching her and I said, this woman is old as fuck. Yeah. So you know what, Elise? Nice try, but you got the stink of age on you. (laughs) And you are not fooling anybody. You got the stink of a 30-year-old. I reek of it. So I should know. Uh, Okay. Uh, They go and ride... Hannah and Colton go and ride horses. Mm -hmm. Hannah somehow has never ridden a horse before. Not too surprising. It kind of defined the stereotype of Alabama, though. I mean, where Judge Roy Moore rides a horse to vote, you well, would think every well single citizen <laughs> would uh, have ridden a horse at some point, rides but I guess a horse not. To vote with his firearm, too. Oh, the horse is the firearm have a name too. I remember the horse had a stupid name like Fancy or something. <laughs> uh, psh, stupid name like Fancy. <laughs> Maybe like, here's your one chance, Fancy. Don't let me down. I feel like this whole podcast we should we should make a goal right now to get 
terrible 90s country songs yes throughout this all the episodes yeah throughout this season that's our theme this season despite having no country singers i mean we should have done it when james taylor was on the show but whatever um, better oh, late than never also just because i thought about the song man i feel like a woman another amazing 90s country song yeah uh i just want to say too i missed this quote i'm sorry but tracy says I think Colton's looking for a woman. I don't think he's looking for a child. Lots of seasons have proven that wrong, Tracy. And if anyone's looking for a child, it's, it's Colton. Colton. Yeah. Colton <laughs> literally is a three-year-old. L- if there's, literally. <laughs> if there's someone who's looking for a very immature woman, it's this 26-year-old <laughs> this man guy. baby. Um, yeah. All right. Hannah B. has not ever ridden a horse. Kaylin is spilling the tea on oh, yeah. These girls are about to get into an old-fashioned pageant cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a walk-off. Take your sashes off, As far off, as ladies. I'm concerned. <laughs> um, Kaylin says that she roomed with Hannah at Miss USA and that Hannah got pissed when Kaylin got first runner-up. And that Hannah has a facade and she flips a switch. Yep, and that foreshadowing, this switch is going to get flipped again. I could buy that. Oh, yeah. I think that Hannah, I feel like Hannah B is either really dumb or a bitch or both. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that. <laughs> um. Well, also, as someone who is a self-described hot mess, probably has a switch that gets flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we live in Alabama. I feel like I've met some Hannah B's. They're bitches. You know what the B stands for? A bitch. Yeah. No, actually, Borowski. (laughs) (laughs) Bouvier. (laughs) But also, Hannah B, please feel free to come take our classes. We really need the enrollment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So please, please attend our uh, courses. You can take my courses online. You and the other Hannah can come together. Yeah. Hannah. You could enroll as one Hannah, do the work together, and get one degree that you could share. Two is twice as nice. (laughs) Um... Colton asks Hannah, have you ever seen... <laughs> I was going to do this one, too. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> have you ever seen rock formations like this? Because they're kind of out like in what appears to be a kind of a desert mm-hmm. landscape. No surprise there. California. She says, I think so. Is this like Arizona-ish? <laughs> and to yet- which I ask, does that mean that Hannah B. has been to Arizona? Did she go to Arizona, but she just can't remember right. if she saw rock formations there? <laughs> I also feel like either you have or haven't seen those kinds of I rock formations. So. Here's my here's what I think. Hannah B. went to Burning Man, and she don't remember shit. Oh, could be, could mm-hmm. be. Yeah, her switch got flipped there for she sure. Seems like the type, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Um, um, oh, let's talk about her uh, toast, because it does involve... Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Yeah, I also, can we mention real quick, oh, where was the toast? Was this after they get in the hot tub? It was before. Oh, okay, then yeah, go ahead. Because Colton's like, we're not getting in that hot tub until you give a toast, Oh, okay, there we go. Hannah, bitch. he's really not helping her out at all with the toast. No. Although, to be fair, she really struggles. (laughs) Even though it's her birthday and she could, I mean, can't you just say to us? Yeah. You know. So, Colton gives a toast that's like, you know. (laughs) <laughs> What's that toast that um, Kramer gives in Seinfeld? 
Which one? Um, or I mean, there's he, Elaine. Um, the Elaine yeah, he signs it in Elaine's birthday. Oh, card. the like Yates poem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never have I seen such a friend. Well, I was yeah. thinking of Elaine's toast. Here's to those who wish us well, and those who don't can go to hell. Um, no, Colton is surprisingly eloquent. Yeah. I mean, not eloquent, sure. but at least he's like mm-hmm. to this day and maybe yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, and to dreams of the future <laughs> and memories of the past. Um. Hannah says, how do you start one? First of all, she needs to know how you start a toast. And Colton says, you say, let's make a toast. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah is a walking commercial for Toastmasters. I feel... People uh, think they never need Uh, Toastmasters and here we go. Yeah. I feel like it would be like uh, overhearing a discussion between like our six-year-old and one of her friends, Mm -hmm. like trying to give a toast, but not even knowing what that means. (laughs) so she says finally after like five minutes of um waffling Mm -hmm. hemming and hawing yeah yeah let's make a toast to first it's my birthday so to this amazing day and yeah cheers roll tide (laughs) which here's the thing if you were the part that makes that so bad is the hemming and hawing. Yes, I feel like if you just would have made that toast, it would have been adequate. How hard is it to just be like, "Cheers to us! I look forward to getting to know you better." Yeah, let's go get in that fucking yeah. hot tub. Yeah, to the hot tub. Cheers to you being hot. Yeah. Cheers to us being attractive. There it is. Cheers Done. to my golden birthday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Cheers to the crimson tide. <laughs> <laughs> and then sing the whole Alabama fight song. Yeah. <laughs> Rammer, rammer, yellow jammer, or whatever it is. Is that a thing? That's a thing. I believe it, yeah. Um, she also could have said anti cheers to Caitlin. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't do any of those things. She, you know, does her little sad. Sad, sad toast. And Colton says, I thought it would be an easy and natural flow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe Colton finds this date awkward. But he does. Um, And, I mean, to his credit, because I feel like we've witnessed pretty awkward dates where we're like, damn, this girl is stupid. And they have not, like, I think about Ari and Becca also riding horses and ending up in a hot tub. Sure. Funny how that happens. But I feel like you and I were like, this date is fucking terrible. Yeah, and, and he's Ari's like, it's like, amazing. We're really making a connection yeah. here. We have so much to talk about. And they'd be like, I love that Look. so much. Right, there's trees. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you like to do things in your spare time? I like to do the damn thing. <laughs> no, it was, it was baby Becca. It was little girl Becca. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Right, I forgot there were two Beccas. It was tiny yeah. Becca. Yeah. Who now has a baby of her own? Babies raising babies. Thanks, <laughs> it's a Obama. national epidemic. To make things more awkward, Colton has an eyelash. <laughs> and <laughs> That got me. Yeah. yeah. Well, he she's just like mawing at his face for like five uh, It was, I mean, I... You know, I immediately thought of man hands. Oh, yeah. It's an eyelash. Make a wish. I don't want to. Make a wish. Okay. <laughs> Didn't come true. She, not surprisingly, 
asks him, is this in the hot tub? No, this is a, so the hot tub portion goes terribly. Right. And Colton is basically like, is Becca B, Becca B? Sorry. Hannah, Hannah B. B. Yeah. Thanks. Too many Beccas. Um, if Hannah B can't get it together, she's cut. Dunsville. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. You know what you did. Um. So then they go out to dinner and I I guess she pulls it together. Kind of, yeah. She, I don't like, I, this girl seems crazy. I, can I mention one quick thing that As, I wanted to get nope, in? Nope, you cannot. Okay, I'm going to do it. the point I'm of this podcast it. is for you to mention things. I'll mention a thing. It's that uh, when they were getting ready for the hot tub to jump back, Colton like clearly watched her silhouette as she got like undressed. Did you catch that? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, there was like a screen that was set up, and then wow. behind it, yeah. Wah, wah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Colton, you're supposed to be a good Christian boy. <laughs> a virtue rise, Colton. Suddenly Ryan's mom is also on Colton. <laughs> she was there, yeah, just to keep an eye on it. Colton, my Ryan is married, but I can keep an eye on you. <laughs> All right, but back to the dinner date. Um, she asks him why he's a virgin. So this this next conversation that happens is was really disturbing to me. Okay. Um, she tells him that. So he says, you know, blah blah blah. Mm, heard it all before. I, it was accidental. I didn't mean to. And then I gave myself to football and blah 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 blah. And here I am, and I'm 26 and I'm a virgin. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah. And to Colton's credit, it's not his fault that people keep asking. Sure, right. I feel like at one point, like maybe in like two episodes, I want him just to be like, fuck off. Right. I've explained this. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you not been listening? Yeah. Did you watch my season? I've been Did you over watch this. Yeah. Have you listened to the other girls Would who have asked this? Yourself? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he's going to say, uh, yeah. too. That's what makes him run over the wall in the end is his incessant question. Somebody asked him one more time. One too many times. I'm done. Um. So Hannah tells him that she slept with her boyfriend. And now she says that she really regrets that because she doesn't feel perfect because she can't give that to mm, someone. Yeah, like to the yeah. person that she ends up marrying. Yeah. And... I feel like everybody in this season has, I mean, and I'm not, I don't want to offend anyone. I feel like that's a really unhealthy way to view sexual relationships when you're an adult. Right. Well, and this is exactly what you were talking about last week that like, I don't think someone would have said that in another season. Right. Like, did you, do you regret that, Hannah? Right. Or is it that you feel like you have to prove to Colton right. that, like, yeah, you've had sex, but you're still pure. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was icky. I regret it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could just give myself to you. Roll Tide. Yeah, um, no, I... I, I... Just, and that, like, I mean, you know, this will come up um, later on the other group date, but when Heather is talking about never having kissed anyone and how like she doesn't want him to think that she's not ready for a relationship because of that. Like, yeah, Heather, I think it's really fucking weird that you haven't kissed anyone and you're 22, 23. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Are you ready to get in? I mean, this genuinely like if that's her life path, fine. But if, but why is she on the show to get engaged to someone in three weeks? It just doesn't make any sense. And like, I'm not trying, judge because i get everybody just 
do your own thing, but I don't know. But no, but I think with Heather, it's valid because it's like, why are, is this your path to love then? Well, you know, we yeah. talk about that. Uh, there's a couple that it's like a work friend slash one of our kids had this person as a teacher. Do you know who I'm talking about? Have you ever heard this? No. That might be on my mom's text thread. (laughs) (laughs) It's a teacher that moved away. And like, I don't know, there's no way in hell that they would ever listen to a Bachelor podcast. Well, let's dish. But they were one of those couples that didn't kiss until they got married. Wow. So like their wedding kiss was their first kiss I'm sorry, though. That's fucking crazy. Well, didn't things not go that well (laughs) later on for... No, uh... they've moved away to be missionaries. And like... Oh, I'm thinking of a different person. Who are you thinking of? The pre-KT. Teacher. Uh, oh no! Oh, okay. No, okay. no, no. This All right. Is, yeah. Sorry. Are there not uh, missionaries in Hawaii though? Because they might be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> they are. No, not Hawaii. And again, like, what do I care? I guess, except I do care, and I think you're fucking weird. <laughs> what business is it of mine, except <laughs> to, judge, to judge? Because you're a weirdo. <laughs> Again, Heather's story is like a lot of women's stories or men's stories on this show. Is that like, I understand that you're at a a vulnerable place or an interesting place, but it just doesn't seem like you're right for this experience. There's nothing wrong with you. Like, I actually am sympathetic to and I buy Colton's reasoning for being a virgin at 26. Like... I get what he's saying because I feel like after a certain age, it becomes a really big deal and then people are really freaked out by it. And so, you know, I think I thought that he was very apt when he called himself an accidental virgin. (laughs) Like an accidental racist. (laughs) Like, uh, what's his face? Like Brad Paisley, my favorite. like, uh, like he wasn't that accidental of a racist. (laughs) Our friend, uh, not our friend, uh, Kenny, Kenny's nemesis. The country guy from Nashville. That terrible oh, person. Lee. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lee is the accidental I'm racist. I'm just an accidental racist. Um, um, however, that being said, to me, if you haven't kissed someone at 23 and you don't have a good reason for it, I think it speaks to like a weird kind Something's of, going on. Yeah. Like, like you have yeah. some issues. You might want to go to therapy or through. something. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's my that's my uh, read on your emotional what is, what's intelligence. It yeah, your yeah. emotional intelligence, Heather. Uh, Might want to get it checked out. Okay. Well, speaking Back of to the, fun and games. Well, so oh. Hannah does pull it together mm-hmm. and gets the rose. Mm-hmm. I also liked that Colton's like. This isn't the Hannah I remember from night one. It's like, oh, you mean the two minutes <laughs> that, two, that you spent with well, her? Also, that was two nights ago, right. Colton. So <laughs> something's changed. <Yeah. laughs> You're not the person I thought you were based on how you walked out of that limo. <laughs> um, they, yeah, Hannah gets the rose. The next group date is a camp themed date. Kiawana, Kiawana. <laughs> oh yeah, all kinds of camp. Yeah. I believe it's Kiki Waka. Kiki. Kiki Waka, Kiki Waka. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. You got it right. Are we, are we oh, doing this? Sure. Well, yeah. Or, let's yeah. Just, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll cut that. We'll cut that dead air for time. Nope. It's in. You're welcome. <laughs> We're leaving that. 
That, well, it's not like this episode isn't long enough as it is. We still have a whole group date to Ryan go and it's 42 to minutes. to be right about Kiki Waka. Um, <laughs> well, I really right don't have, I have like three more notes. Um, Billy Eichner comes on the yeah. date. I would like every Parks and Rec alum to end up on this season. I would season. love that. Yeah, just one by oh, one. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, Yeah. Um, uh, Rashida uh, Jones. Yeah. Um, what is uh, her name? Uh, Audrey Plaza. Yes, that's uh, it. Yep. Come on. Uh, you have a name to single Amy Poehler. Greta. Uh, okay. And this could actually be Aziz Ansari's oh, chance Aziz to get Ansari. back in the public yeah. eye again. <laughs> to yes. kind of make amends. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Sorry about that big goof up. <laughs> Yikes. That e. our, that's our Aziz Ansari. Yeah. I feel like that's okay, huh? I feel like that's more of a Tom Haverford. Well, but yeah, but I mean, the characters blend together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, well, I feel like Tom Haverford is, I mean, clearly Aziz Ansari is the kind of guy who would have had that one night stand situation, but so is Tom Haverford. Mm. Anyway, Alora. Oh, that was well, that was a well played Alora. Well played Alora. 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 So, uh, Billy Eichner. Confirms your theory. One hundred. I mean, we have to get this in. And I just have to say, Billy Eichner, I said it first. Yeah. You can. You were running around in the streets of New York yelling at people while <laughs> Anna proved this weeks ago. Billy Eichner is like Colton. What if you're the first gay bachelor and you don't even know it? Which is my theory. Boom. And I even I said to Ryan after he said that, "Is this something that people are twittering about? Is this on the Twittersphere?" Because that's been my gut yeah. feeling since day one. Day one. But before day one. And you're saying yes. day one, even before he day was announced. Day one of paradise. Yeah, you've had like, this feeling for a long time. I've had this feeling... Since before you knew Colton. Since before even The Bachelor started. (laughs) Since your golden birthday, years and years ago. Uh, The Bachelor was on during my golden birthday, actually. So go fuck yourself. (laughs) I have to say, as a general comment, Mm -hmm. overall... Oh, good. good. Yeah, well, here, this will spark an interesting discussion. (laughs) Overall, I'm more of a Nick Offerman fan than a Billy Eichner fan, but I enjoyed Billy Eichner more in this episode. I agree. I loved his little uh, joke about wanting a guest spot on, what was it? On the Goldbergs. Yeah. I feel like that's the... this is what I got. The perfect thing for like a mid-level celebrity to say when they're on The Bachelor. It's just like, I don't want to do this. This sucks. Well, here's the thing though. There are a lot of high-level celebrities that openly confess their love of The Bachelor. So I actually think if you get on that show... It's because you asked to be on there and you love that sure, show. Sure, sure. I mean, that's what uh, Nick and Megan seemed to say that they mm-hmm. were big. At least, because Nick Offerman seems to have not seen that many because he was like, you can't cuss on this show. Yeah, right. And, yeah. I couldn't tell if he was being sarcastic because are you fucking kidding right. me, Nick Offerman? I mean, they would have said. And, and also, he had just heard his wife cuss like five times I thought he was maybe on being stage. Sarcastic. Maybe so. Maybe? I don't know. He seems serious. He's so deadpan. He is. How would you yeah. ever know? Okay, but yeah, I don't have that much else to say about this date Yeah, they in go general. on a summer camp date. They canoe. They do three-legged races. They're divided into teams. Not surprisingly, the team that wins gets to spend the night with Colton. The team that loses has to go home oh, like the wah, losers wah. that they are. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> 
Um, sorry, it's the 20th anniversary of The Sopranos. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Of so the I feel like I'm like right feeling it. Yeah, just feeling a little extra salty tonight. Yeah, yeah. salty tongue. Um, they end up tied and doing a tug a good old fashioned good tug old fashioned. War. What's a camp uh, hijinks <laughs> without a tug of war? I'm surprised there weren't some sort of prank wars that broke out. You know who had a tug Poison. of war? Colton and Jason. <laughs> the old rub and tug of war <laughs> here they have a lot of tug of wars in the bachelor mansion when the boys are there during the bachelorette season yeah during some of those shower scenes that colton filmed <laughs> oh tiny jason is there too oh hey guys just tell me when i can step in <laughs> happy to finish you off buddy <laughs> Uh, anyway anyway God. where are we i think the the meandering oh well can we talk about how there's like a parallel scene where hannah says the exact yes, thing about yes Kaylin. we can and we must speak to so it. hannah after we've gotten kaylin saying that hannah b is a fake bitch hannah's like kaylin is fake she says that she that Kaylin is the only person in the world that <laughs> Hannah B has a problem with. Like, That's uh, it. One person. Osama not Bin right. Bin I was going to say not good. Kim Jong Un. Yeah. He's fine. He and Kaylin. They, so they all get one on one time. The winning team. I believe it's the red team. Uh, Kaylin and Colton discuss children's hospitals they connect over that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. heather confides that she's never been kissed mm -hmm. hashtag never been kissed hashtag ryan's favorite movie it's true and i don't have anything else no me neither i kind of checked out at this point and i checked back in for some terrific moments at the cocktail party yeah so I mean, the cocktail party was full of some shenanigans right it was full of oh, shenanigans wait, who got the date rose on that Fuck. heather Oh. Heather got the date rose okay. for yeah. opening up. Never yeah. been kissed. Yeah. Yay. I um, wish I could do a Drew Barrymore impression. Can you do a Drew Barrymore? What would it be? Hi, guys. I'm no. Drew Barrymore. Oh, my God. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's so Dylan's um, Katie voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try it again. Uh, what is it? Was that too oh. high? I just feel like no, she doesn't have a distinctive Oh, which I okay. do too naturally, so I guess I should just talk. Just do your own voice, yeah. Ooh, I can't remember anything that she says and never been kissed. I've never been kissed, guys. No, mm-mm. Is That's... that not good? <clears throat> yeah. Hey, guys, we're in Charlie's Angels. No. Was that okay? No, was that, a that little was better? terrible. Okay. Um... Here, all right, ready? Okay, yeah. This rose ceremony is really <laughs> I can't. I can't. We're just going to have to insert some never been kissed. Okay. Quotes. We'll put some Drew Barrymore yeah, in there so I you can. can hear how close we got. That moment when you kiss someone and everything around you becomes hazy. And the only thing in focus is you and this person. I got really close. Hmm. You were like negative <laughs> Drew Barrymore. It was an anti Drew Barrymore yeah. impression. Um, oh, on, on Yika? Oh, yeah. 
Is that how you say your name? I feel like this is when I have a, a name on my class roster. That right, that sure I don't how know how to pronounce. Yeah. But, but it's not just that I didn't know how to pronounce it. I can't remember. We're still in that phase where I'm like, sure. who's this bitch? Sure, yeah. So she has, she comes in while Sydney and Colton are talking. And does an air horn. Right. Which is really fucking obnoxious. Right. Well, and she says, I'm just feeling a little bit horny. Okay. This is the same bitch that blew the whistle and said, you're drowning in Yeah, bitches. enough of the sports referee uh, pranks Real and stunts. Real stupid. Real yeah. stupid. But then Sydney ups the stupidity. Oh, yeah. And comes in banging <laughs> pots and pans. <laughs> I loved this, I have to <laughs> I say. Ryan was like going crazy. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is the kind of stupid shit that I watched this show for. Yeah. You know, is like. I guess. I, I feel a little bit like uh, it seemed like most of the women in the house who were like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Yeah. yeah. It just seemed. I don't know. I kind of feel like uh, like we got told with gold, uh, Jordan's golden underpants. Like, the time for gimmicks is the first night. And after that, come on. You're really going to hew to those let's rules now. Come on. Let's be respectful of the process. That's right. First, you got Demi touching the rose. I know. Respect the right. rose. Respect the cocktail party. We have to spell this out for y'all. Apparently so. I I enjoyed Sydney banging the, the pots and pans. Well, of course you did. How did you feel about Demi coming down in the robe? I mean, I didn't think that it was super clever, but I also didn't think it was a reason for Tracy to start crying. Which I feel is like what she does. People's jaws hit the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was you know who would do that. Corinne. It reminded me of Corinne. Except if it had been Corinne, she would have just been naked underneath. Right. Yeah, that's honestly I was a little I mean, this is going to sound selfish, but like I was a little disappointed she didn't follow through. Yeah, that for, does sound not, right. Not pervy. Selfish. That sounds pervy. Pervy. But I really, like I don't. I just I really wanted to see her tits. <laughs> and I'm not saying they had to show that anything. I wanted to see it like just for that reason, but I did really want to see her tits. But also for narrative reasons, <laughs> for symbolic and metaphorical reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me more about that. No, I think I, I covered. I think <laughs> it's totally been covered. I think the problem's been solved. Demi um, takes Colton upstairs, gives him a back rub, shirt on. And you know what they didn't go up there to do? Play paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she says, is this something you'd like to come home to? <laughs> I feel like Demi seems like a little girl who's trying to be sexy. Right. Ooh. Well, like Corinne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I, a sexy baby. Is this something you'd like to come to my playhouse to see? <laughs> Um, yeah, Tracy and Demi try to make up and Demi says to Tracy, you are seriously one of the most amazing women I've ever met. You're an amazing storyteller. (laughs) First of all, false. And then Tracy just like falls into tears. Right, just collapses in a puddle. She really is. Of her uh, own tears. Yeah, she's fallen apart. Tracy's not long for this world. No. Yeah, clearly, I mean, she was the last rose that was given. She's clearly a producer pick. So I also do not, I mean, sorry, Tracy, if you're listening. I don't think Tracy's pretty at all. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't I think she's a real uggo. (laughs) I thought that girl Annie was cute. Right. Yeah. But Tracy is one of the most amazing she women that I've ever Annie. met. <laughs> She's an amazing storyteller. Amazing storyteller. Uh, I've never had cereal, but I bet you tell amazing <laughs> stories about cereal. Is there a safe space in this house? 
Tracy's the one that needed the safe space, though. Well, I'll tell you who didn't get a fucking mention in this episode. Catherine's dog. No, where is that dog? Uh, they probably yeah. took it to the Humane Society. <laughs> it's going to be in one of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh yikes. That's the end of my notes. You that's, all you yep. that's all yeah. I got. That's all I got. I feel like third episode, we got to start narrowing it down. I have to start knowing the ladies. I was going to say, it'll get to the point where I actually know who these people are. Yeah. So some of the big standouts from last week, like Cassie and honestly, Catherine, like we barely heard a word from them. Yeah. So we'll see who shapes up see to be the actual goes. contenders. I could have been a contender. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Drew Barrymore. I could have been a contender. (laughs) Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. (laughs) But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Good night, everybody! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.